Welcome to Eat Right with Laura. My name is Laura Rakos and I am the owner of Eagle Rock Nutrition, an integrative healthcare practice providing dietary and lifestyle intervention strategy for disease prevention and health maintenance. Today's episode of Eat Right with Laura is on the current state of Alzheimer's disease treatment. And while if you've been following Eat Eat Right with Laura, you will know that I have spoken um, at length about cognitive health, eating for a healthy brain, nutrients that are required for brain health, but I have never really exclusively focused on Alzheimer's disease itself. And the reason why I was inspired to do this today is because I've been attending a lot of lectures and presentations from some pretty um, well-heeled people uh, who are all um, who seem to be promoting this message that a cure for Alzheimer's disease is right around the corner. And if you know me or anything about me, you know that I've already spent decades in the pharmaceutical and biotech industries developing drugs for the treatment of Alzheimer's disease. And I can tell you that we're pretty far from a treatment for this disease, uh, the kind of treatment that reverses the disease. So a hallmark feature of Alzheimer's disease is that the neurons in the brain that are responsible for memory deteriorate. And there really are no drugs that can reverse this deterioration. We have many theories. We've acted on these theories. We've developed many, many drugs to um, support the claims in these theories. But the newer drugs that have been developed really have not been shown to reverse the neurodegeneration. So if you have a family member who suffers from Alzheimer's disease, or maybe you yourself are in the early stages of Alzheimer's disease, you may recognize some of the medicines that are being prescribed. For mild to moderate cases of Alzheimer's disease, doctors may prescribe something called Aricept or Exelon. Uh, let me tell you what these drugs do. So if, a, if uh, the problem with Alzheimer's disease is loss of memory, there is a neurotransmitter, a neurotransmitter that is responsible for memory, and that's acetylcholine. So what Aricept and Exelon do is that they're cholinesterase inhibitors. Uh, so cholinesterase is an enzyme that causes the breakdown of acetylcholine. So basically, they prolong the integrity of acetylcholine that you need for memory. Uh, in the later stages of the disease, doctors might prescribe Numenda, which is something called an antagonist, an N-methyl-D aspartase, N-M-D-A antagonist that blocks the toxic effects of another neurotransmitter called glutamate. All right, but none of these drugs reverse the neurodegeneration that is a hallmark feature of Alzheimer's disease. In the later stages, in the later stages of, of Alzheimer's disease, doctors might prescribe something called Numzaric, which is basically just a mixture of Aricept and Nemenda. But again, none of these medicines reverse the neurodegeneration. So now that I've seen firsthand, you know, how the current drugs work and how the drugs in development are appealing but not working, um, I kind of 
been doing a little of my, my own investigation, like looking at the things that are truly effective in reducing the memory loss, the cognitive decline, and Alzheimer's disease. I also do want to say if, uh, if you do have a family member who suffers from Alzheimer's disease, uh, they are also probably being prescribed antidepressants uh, or medicines that can help ad address uh, the aggressive behavior, the restlessness, the sleeplessness, and the anxiety. But again, these medicines are not really helping with the disease itself. So as I've attended lots of, of symposia on cognitive health and Alzheimer's disease, I feel like we are ignoring the kinds of treatments that seem to be most effective and most cost effective as well. So if you go to the Alzheimer's Disease Foundation website or um, investigate what's going on at the Weill Cornell Medical Center in New York City, you will see that uh, these folks who are very well versed in the disease are including some more holistic and homeopathic ways to reverse the course of the neurodegeneration. So I'm just gonna start with fitness, uh, especially since I'm a fitness enthusiast myself. It has been shown and demonstrated that exercise that includes weightlifting and weight-bearing activities improves cognitive health. And why are these fairly straightforward strategies effective because they increase the production of acetylcholine. So now I do want to say that if you are using those medicines that are cholinesterase inhibitors, I mean they're only going to be effective if you're producing acetylcholine to begin with. As the brain deteriorates and as the body deteriorates, uh, we're probably producing less acetylcholine, so the inhibitors aren't going to have that big an effect of, on memory. But things like exercise, particularly weight-bearing exercise, which leads to increased production of acetylcholine, is going to work in the same manner as the prescription drugs, only better because now you're increasing production of that neurotransmitter that you need for memory. Uh, some other strategies that are also effective are exercises like yoga and meditation, which are shown to reduce the stress that comes with Alzheimer's disease, which is why doctors prescribe so many antidepressants. Uh, and, the reason, and so it's been shown that yoga and meditation reduces production of the stress hormone called cortisol. And when you produce less cortisol, that improves overall well-being. And I also would like to point out that if you look at um, strategies or therapies that are used for brain injury, as in people that sustain head injuries from falls, you will see that lots of physical therapy is used to restore neuronal function in brain injury. And I'm just going to harken back to a few of my other podcasts and maybe some of my blogs that I've written about on nutrients for brain health. I do want to remind everybody that it has been clinically shown that B vitamins, including B1, also known as thymine, uh, B6, B12, and vitamin D3 
are also nutrients that are critical for brain health and there are clinical studies that shown that consumption of these vitamins uh, reduces cognitive decline in aging and in Alzheimer's disease. I'd also like to point out omega-3 fatty acids. So what are omega-3 fatty acids? They're basically good fats. They're a kind of polyunsaturated fatty acid that replaces bad fat. And I just want to remind you that both your heart and your brain are made up of fat, uh, other tissues, but fat as well. And so you need to have these good fats which reduce inflammation and which re you know can replace bad fat. Uh, there's an another interesting compound that I find in many um, homeopathic mixtures um, that increases brain health, and it's called Huperzine, H-U-P-E-R-Z-I-N-E. It's a moss extract that has properties that are similar to those of the cholinesterase inhibitors that I just described. Um, some other nutrients that are under investigation, which there's no harm in trying, in include coconut oil. Coconut oil is high in medium chain triglycerides, which are um, readily uh, metabolized to uh, ketone bodies, which are an excellent source of energy for the brain since they readily penetrate the blood-brain barrier. Also, phosphatidylserine, an important component of cell membranes. And then there's a medical food, which disclaimer here, I do not have any experience prescribing, but it's a medical food called tram, uh, tramiposate, prosate, tramiposate, uh, which I have not prescribed. And let me just uh, explain to you what a medical food is. A medical food is a, to me, it's just sort of a, you know, a, a an elixir or a protein powder of some sort that contains safe ingredients, great ingredients that have already proven to be safe by the FDA, but must be prescribed under the care of a healthcare practitioner. So uh, that's something. So uh, what is tramiprosate? It's uh, something that's rich in taurine, which is an amino acid-like compound that plays an important role in creating new brain cells and is often used to boost cardiac function. And I do have experience prescribing uh, taurine for some of, my, um, some of my patients that have cardiac issues. Uh, so a more practical solution. So I know like um, uh, people that come to my lectures enjoy my discussion about nutrients, the B vitamins, B3, omega-3 fatty acids and all, but more often than not, than not they come to my lectures because they want to learn how to eat. How do you learn how to eat to reduce cognitive decline in Alzheimer's disease? And so I kind of really like this strategy called the MIND diet, which is basically a combination of a Mediterranean diet, which is the main diet that I prescribe to almost all of my patients, and a DASH diet. The reason why the Mediterranean diet is so effective for just about everyone is because it's rich in healthy fats um, from things like fish, olives, olive oil, nuts, seeds, avocados. Uh, these are all rich in omega-3 fatty acids and some other fats. Uh, and it uh, includes elements of the DASH diet, DASH, D-A-S-H, which is an 
acronym that stands for Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension. And this is a diet that reduces sodium levels, which obviously is tied to hypertension, and increased consumption of fiber from fruits and vegetables and whole grains. So the MIND diet is a combination of these two dietary strategies that has also been clinically proven to increase brain health and to reduce cognitive decline in Alzheimer's disease. Um, I'd also like to point out that another reason why these foods are so beneficial is because they increase production of the good bacteria in your digestive tract. And when you have more good bacteria, another word for the good bacteria is commensal bacteria, when you have more bacteria in your body that do good things for you, that will lead to get greater production of acetylcholine that you need for your memory. Also, improved gut health. Uh, if you've listened to my gut health lectures, you will know that uh, improved gut health leads to increased levels of serotonin, which is your feel-good hormone, and dopamine, which is a neurotransmitter that you need for motor coordination. And these are things that are seriously declined in patients that suffer from Alzheimer's disease. So certainly following the MIND diet is going to be very beneficial. But there is one feature of the MIND diet that I don't subscribe to, and that is um, drinking one to two glasses of red wine a day. Um, while that might be beneficial for some people, I just want to remind you that alcohol is a solvent that inhibits nutrient absorption and may also interfere with digestion. It's also a stimulant. Um, most people think that it's the opposite, but it's actually a, stimulate, a stimulant which is going to interfere with a good night's sleep, which is a problem and, and certainly a big problem in Alzheimer's disease. Um, so I might not um, uh, include that feature of the MIND diet, but definitely I encourage you to go online, look up the MIND diet, and there is no harm in following that. So if you or someone in, in your family are suffering from Alzheimer's disease, I think it behooves you to start thinking about um, working with a fitness trainer or a physical therapist that can get you moving, that can increase your physical stem, stamina, some weight-bearing exercises also, Aerobic exercise is also very good for brain health. So work with a trainer of some sort or just join the Y, the YMCAs. They're all over America and they have some wonderful programs. They have the Silver Sneakers program, which is free to many seniors. It's a kind of a program that is just going to improve your cognitive health and well-being. So given the pace at which the entire world is aging, right, we have so many more elderly people in the world uh, than we did say 50 years ago at the projected acceleration we really need to start thinking outside the box i think it's wonderful that there are so many people committed to finding a cure but maybe the most effective strategies are the ones that you have right at your fingertips you know um dietary and lifestyle intervention so with that i'm going to end today's podcast if you'd like to have a uh, a more detailed conversation with me personally, then feel free to go onto the website, eaglerock.com. That's E-G-G-L-R-O-C-K 
com. go on to the website and share your name and email address with me and we'll get back to you you could also friend me on facebook at eagle rock nutrition you can follow me on twitter and i also have an instagram account and i'm always posting some really interesting um, factoids on health wellness and nutrition so that's it for today's episode of eat right with laura i hope you enjoyed it thank you